Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year and welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. It's a blessing to be here, especially because last month was a challenge. We we had all kind of technical difficulties and, and other things going on, so we're starting all over again, as we usually try to do in a new year, but, you know, it's going to be much, much better, and I'm glad you all are here along for the ride. Yes, we're charging into 2024, and, um, you know, just hold on tight, fasten your seatbelt, have your game plan in order. We are going to try again, as we do all the time, to present things that hopefully will be of some help and of encouragement and of strength and, and enlightenment and, and, you know, just get you motivated, you know, for, for, you know, the course of your life for the rest of the year. We're going to have some of our regular guests back. We're going to have some new stuff. But I just want to talk about, for example, the challenges that we faced, like I said, getting the show on last month. I mean, most of the shows that you heard, unfortunately, last month were not live. Um, but hopefully, still, if you listened and you got a, a chance, you know, got a, gave us a second chance and, and listened to some of the shows again, hopefully you found something that you could take away and do something positive with because that's the key. Even when we're talking about stuff that's frustrating and controversial, you know, I'm always saying have an action plan. You know, take the information and have or develop an action plan. You know, we, we complain about stuff. And, and I'm, the reason I'm saying this because I was listening. Um, I, I do listen sometimes to the talk a little bit before I come on air. There's other things I was listening to. And everybody's upset and everybody's angry, even with the way – and I have to tell you, this for me this weekend was kind of a messed up weekend in terms of sports, uh, you know, just – None, none of my teams did their job, you know. And, you know, but you have people that are literally getting angry over sports. Come on, people. Remember why you're here on this earth, okay? Life is short. Yeah, you get a little annoyed and everything. Get, You know, get over it. Go forward, okay? Seriously, seriously. Unless that's your job, okay? That's, a, that's another thing. If that's your job and you didn't do it, um, you need to reevaluate some stuff, you know. Take what happened and go forward. And that's what I want to encourage everybody to do. Now, you know, the first half hour of the show, you're probably going to hear a lot of me. We're going to have the mighty CEO of the network, Princess Cooper, come on for the second half hour, and uh, we're going to discuss some things. But um, there's a lot of stuff going on. And so one of the first things I want to encourage everybody to do is pray. Pray a lot. Pray over everything. Take a minute. And sometimes people think it has to be a structured prayer or it has to be a long prayer. It really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. God just wants to know that you acknowledge him in every corner and every facet of your life. So if something good happens, say thank you, Lord. That's a prayer. That's a dialogue with God. Just say thank you, Lord. If something bad happens, you know, um, after you, you know, some of us uh, or whatever, get that expletive out of the way, say, okay, first, Lord, I'm sorry about the way I handled it. Second of all, you know, give me strength and courage and wisdom to know how to proceed from this situation 
because there's a lot going on. There are wars going on. This is a, a and if you don't think you need prayer this year, this is an election year. We all need a whole lot of prayer this year. Okay. So just say, okay, Lord, how do I take the situation that I'm presented with, the situation that I'm in, the circumstances that have been laid in front of me, and how do I learn from them and navigate through them and go forward? That is really what I want, I wish for everybody for 2024, is to, you know, take a beat, take a breath, say a prayer, and figure out how to go forward in the best way possible, in a way that does not bring harm to you, in a way that does not bring harm to your family, friends, or loved ones, associate, coworkers, whatever, um, in, in a way that does not bring harm to our communities and to the world at large. And even, if I should say this, our planet, the universe, you know, we do a lot of things that are not good for us in, in, in terms of not just, you know, the, our persons, but our environment. And when we harm our environment, we harm our health too. So, you know, we, and we don't respect God. So we got to think about all of that. I know everybody's like, you're asking a whole lot. I'm not asking a whole lot. I'm, those are just basics. And I'm not asking everybody to do everything or like that movie says, every, everything everywhere all at once. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't have to be that. Why? Because we are human. We are designed to do just basically what God asks us to do. And he lays out commandments. He lays out beatitudes. And, he, you know, he has his word. You know, and he had he helps us to he gives us free will. He allows us to learn from our circumstances. So we have the tools to do what's needed to do. The thing is, all of us have to make a choice in terms of how we proceed. You know. So anyway, I I did I wanted to put that out there because I really want us all to go forward in, you know, a positive way for this year. And don't put it off. That's the one thing I want to do. I'm going to have somebody on soon. I wanted to have them on last year to talk about procrastination. And I'm I'm not procrastinating. It's just a matter of um, I have someone that I want to get on, and we're going to talk about procrastination. Um, when you say, oh, I'm just going to wait till you said you were going to wait till 2024 to start doing X, Y, Z, it's 2024. Don't say you're going to wait till tomorrow or next week or next month or next year or next decade or whatever, just go ahead. I'm, I'm of the mindset now, I guess, because I've gotten older. Um, but it, and it doesn't, and age doesn't really matter, but, it, you know, I, I'm of the mindset now that uh, it's almost like what they say, and I've not really done this, but, you know, like they say about throwing some spaghetti on the wall and see whether or not it sticks, and that's the way you know it's done. I'm just a matter, I'm of the mindset now about throwing things on the wall, okay? And and, and what I mean by that is if there's something you feel that you are called to do and you or you want to do, but you're not certain about it or you have some sort of fear, let's just put it this way. Life is short. I don't care what age you are, you know, if, if you are a child, if you're a teen, if you're a young adult, middle age, you know, senior, whatever. Life is short. It goes by really fast. I can't begin to tell you how fast last year went by. Um, and I made some decisions last year that I, because I said, look, I wanted to do this in January. It's October. I'm going ahead and I'm doing it anyway. Okay. Because if it, if I, I if I don't go ahead and do it, I won't know whether or not it works. And if it works, fine. And if it doesn't, fine. Go on to the next thing. I'm I'm of the mindset also, and I don't even know how how the whole song goes. I just know the title of it, but it's called by Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next, um, I'll try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't. 
thank you. Next, because there is so much out there that can be explored, that can be done, that can help you, that can help, you know, uh, someone be of benefit to someone. And that's the thing, be of benefit to someone. Um, You know, so I'm just encouraging everybody to take a step. Or like my mom used to say, sometimes you got to walk out there on blind faith. And this was about a job. And I was like saying to myself, I don't think, I don't believe she was telling me to quit that job. But, you know, if you have faith, it will work out. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean that God can't see it. God can see it. He knows everything. And if he, you feel that he's calling you a certain way, go there, you know. And just and it may work and it may not. Or it may work for a short time or it may work for a season. Everything is not permanent. This life is not permanent. This life is transitory. This life is about doing whatever you do for the praise and glory of God. That's what you're here for. Um, and so we, we got to get, sometimes we have to get over ourselves um, and, and just go ahead and do whatever God asks and try to be um, a little bit more discerning to make sure that um, whatever he, that, that what you think he's asking is what he's actually asking you to do. Um, and it may not seem like something he'll call you to do, but, you know, just take the time, and then you try it. And if it doesn't work, then you go on it, you know. And what I would just say, learn lessons along the way. That That's the best, basic thing. Because if you try something and it doesn't work, maybe there is a lesson to be learned, um, you know, to take to the next thing that you attempt. So I really want to also encourage everybody to please, please, be nicer to each other. Be more kind, especially if you're out on the roads. Please. I mean, right now we've got laws that got to kind of tell people what to do on the roads because everybody is, has tunnel vision, everybody's singularly focused, everybody's agenda is priority one. You know, I see people running up and down the road, you know, or doing things on the road because they feel like if the, stra- if the traffic light is, is about to turn that they either need to get through it or they need to be the first one in line. When it turns, you don't have to. Um, and my mom always told me, said, you know, uh, you know, if you need to be somewhere at a certain time, you know, make sure you leave early enough to be there on time. Um, I'm, I am pretty much certain that COVID triggered a lot of this, um, the people that have gotten on the road and drive like maniacs. Um, more so than they used to because the roads were free and clear. But now that everybody's out and driving, people there are still other people driving like the roads are fleet, free and clear, and they are not. Please remember, yes, there's a lot of vehicles on the road, but there are people of all ages, uh, of all types. It could be a family member and you don't even really realize it that's inside these vehicles. And if you accidentally strike one of these vehicles, um, unfortunately, you don't know what the consequences will be. It's an accident, yeah, but if there was some kind of way that you could have driven a little more responsibly, um, then do it. You know, it'll, if it's meant, whatever, wherever you're getting to, if it's meant for you to be there at a certain time, you know, you make the, the choice to, to leave um, at an appropriate time, if you're late, if it's meant for you to be there, whatever time is meant for you to be there, you will be there. Um, my husband, uh, I had an accident, and my husband, you know, and I was, that wasn't, you know, and it wasn't my fault, but, you know, it, was, it messed up my day in terms of what I was supposed to do. And, you know, I, you know, the thing was, it's like maybe I shouldn't have been you know, maybe wherever I was trying to get to, maybe I shouldn't have been there, and maybe there was a reason for this accident. We we don't understand why bad things happen, but there may be something that we don't know, you know. So we just got to, you know, in the case of that, you know, he was like, you know, I'm just glad you're okay. 
just be glad you're okay, you know. Um, the, the the day of this one particular accident, um, he took off. He stayed with me. He's like, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the movies. I just, <laughs> just told him my car. Uh, let's go to the movies. We went to the movies. And while we were at the movies, someone broke into our house. Now, had it been a normal day, I would have been at home during that time by myself. And, you know, the thing was, what if someone had broken into the house while I was here by myself? You know, what would have happened? We don't know. We don't know. I wasn't here. It happened. And so the, it, the, the circumstances may be kind of bizarre in terms of why things happen, but there may be a reason. The thing is, don't you don't necessarily have to try to figure it out because it just may be behind, beyond your comprehension and understanding that God knows, and you just thank him for the reason that you're alive. Um, you know, so, so be mindful, take care of yourselves um, in, in terms of your circumstances, control what you can control, leave the rest to God, but also just remember, while you're also taking care of yourself, you are responsible for your brother and sister out there. So, you know, drive less like a maniac. They're, they're, having, they're putting out there to the move over laws now to make you move over when someone's car is by the roadside or somebody's by the roadside and need, needs help. No one should really have to tell you to do that, you know. You should be mindful of, okay, I need to be a little further over. I don't, I, you know, these, these the person or the the automobile or whatever, is in a situation that requires some help, some service. And if I, if you can't be of service, then you need to clear the way and, and let them handle whatever's going on. So you just, you know, there are some new laws this year. I, I'd get acquainted with them on some sort of at least cursory level so you know how to proceed in 2024 and, and um, you don't get into trouble. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and if you have questions, comments, you want to join the conversation, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged, but when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, I want to encourage you if you have, you know, comment, something that you want to share with us about going, you know, charging into 2024, give us a call. The number is 516-387-1944. Always want to know what you're thinking. I know you all don't call in a lot, but, you know, we we do want to know what you're thinking. Um, If you have an idea for the show for 2024, um, you know, don't hesitate and um, call in. I mean, excuse me, leave a message also on the um, Geese Power Hour Facebook page. Uh, but we do want to get try to get to as much stuff that's going to help you or things that you want to know about. We're going to try to get there. A lot of stuff going on today. Uh, by the way, today is National Personal Trainer Awareness Month, and so we want to recognize one of our favorite uh, personal trainers, um, Marion Benton, Marion Trainer. Um, I've 
posted uh, his message, his 2024 message on from Facebook on the Deep Power Hour Facebook page. I shared it. And so um, we hope to have Marion on uh, a little later uh, this year, this month, hopefully this year. Um, and then we're going to have some of our regulars on. Uh, we're going to have, you know, Dr. Taiwan Tillman, Tara Collingwood, our, uh, with our, our dietitian. Um, you know, we're going to have uh, Jabir Najir, our mortgage guy, because yeah, that that those mortgage rates have been bouncing around. Um, still no time like the present to buy a house, even with the rates the way they are, because there's always number one real estate is you know, is um, generational wealth, if you treat it that way. Um, So if you have real estate, you know, and and it's an investment, it's an investment. So it's an investment, it's it's generational wealth, you know, meaning that something that you can pass along um, as an asset to to family, you know, or however you you want to treat it. But it is a way of gaining some, some wealth. Um, and some uh, stability, um, and we talk about wealth, but it's also a matter of, of you know having some sort of, of stability. So you know when you, you you're trying to decide about if buying between buying a car, or putting a down payment on a house. If you need a car, buy the car. But if you can save the money and put a down payment on a property, that the the the, the car is going to depreciate as soon as you drive off the lot. I'm just telling you. Um, uh, having property, this um, it's a good thing to have. So, and yes, I'm a realtor. I'm, I'm I'm putting it out there, but it's it's not just that. It's just a matter of we want to look at how to create some stability and peace of mind as you go forward in 2024. So, uh, we're going to talk about about that. Um, but like I said, we want to know what you want. You know, you know, and a lot of people get a lot of advice. So we're going to have people that's going to give you a lot of advice. Some works for some people, some works for, you know, some doesn't work. Um, and that's the thing that I want to say, too, in terms of going into 2024, because I just want everybody to be in a better place by the time we get. Not necessarily to the end of 2024. If you get to a better place before that, that's great. But by the time we get to the end of 2024, I want you to look back and say, yes, life is better in December 2024 than it was in January 2024. That's what I want for, for all of us. You know, um, so we're going to have things. But what I want to say is when we have somebody come on and they give advice or you go and seek out advice from other people, just remember that just because someone gives you advice, you don't have to necessarily take it. But listen and, you know, pick and choose what works best for you. Because remember something. When someone's giving you advice, they're not living your life. And the and the thing about it is you've got to make clear to whoever you're getting advice from what the outcome is that you want for yourself. Because people give, me, give you advice sometimes based on the outcome that they think uh, what you want or the outcome that they think works best for you or the outcome that general society deems is the proper outcome or the right outcome. You've got to, this is a good time, you know, take, and, and I know we've been obsessed with the holidays and all that kind of stuff, and that's cool. But this This first weekend coming up, you know, sit down with your cup of coffee, your tea, or whatever, you know, hot cocoa, hot apple cider, or whatever it is that, you know, soothes you in the morning, you know, whenever you, and I said, you know, Saturday morning, but whatever day you have off, and sit there with a good old-fashioned pen, pencil, or whatever, and notepad, yes. I'm not saying a computer. I'm just saying sit there, write down stuff scratch through it, erase it, write something new until you get it right. But sit down and make a game plan for yourself for 2024. Where do you want to end up? How do you want it to look? And be realistic. You know, I mean, the thing is, let's say at the end of 2024, you may want a mansion at the end of 2024 and you you have uh, a rental right now. Okay, maybe you can't get the mansion by the end of 2024, but maybe you can get the stepping stone. Maybe you can get 
the uh, you know the, the starter home, as they would say, or whatever. Or maybe you can go in with someone and get an investment property. You know, understand like they say, and I'm using a lot of trite phrases. I, I know, sorry. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay. Things that I said I was going to, I've been off of most of my work, and, and that doesn't mean I wasn't working at all, but most of, I, I have a, a few things I'm involved in. I was off of most of my work for about two weeks, and I was going to do this for two weeks and, and that for, you know, during the two weeks, and, you know, my house is going to be to, look totally different, and my office is going to be organized and all this kind of stuff. And I worked and I worked. Um, and then some days I didn't work. I decided because it is time off that I was actually going to, you know, take time off. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we are made to feel guilty sometimes for, for taking time off. So, you know, I, I just said, I'm just sitting here today. I'm going to be staying in bed late. And sometimes I work when I'm in my bed. But, you know, uh, you know I'm going to binge on some shows maybe. Uh, so I didn't get everything I had said I was going to get done. By the end of the two weeks, and I can't afford to obsess over it. I can't afford to stress over it. I just got to do better. I just got to do what I can. So some things got done. Some things did not. But considering that I let a lot of stuff go at points and times when I shouldn't have, you know, it's just not wasn't going to necessarily happen, and it's okay. I do know that some things are better than what they were, and as long as some things are better than what they were, then that's a good thing. It's a good starting point. You know, give yourself some credit for making things better. Um, so, yeah, get yourself a game plan for 2024, you know, and, you know, mark Mark some goals, and people are like, well, I don't like to set goals because if I don't make a, you know, then I'm going to be disappointed. Life's full of disappointments. It's, it's Like I said, it depends on what you do with them. So let's say you decide you want to get to Z by 2024, and you get to W, okay, when you're talking about A through Z, okay, or, you know, or 1 through 10 or whatever, and you come up short and you get to 7. At least you got to 7. At least you got to W. You know, you got somewhere further and better than where you started. Okay, that's the key thing. But in the process, be mindful that there are things that are important, like getting quality and ample sleep, eating quality and ample food, getting quality and ample exercise, spending quality and ample prayer time and, you know, reading time, all of these things, you want to be a balanced and well-rounded person, and that's the ultimate goal, okay? So, you know, don't, if you needed to lose 50 pounds and you only lose 30, that's better. That's better on your heart. That's better on your waistline. That's going to be better because when you start over again in 2025, then that's 30 pounds less you got to worry about and then just worry about the other 20 in 2025, you know, if that's what the case is. But you've got to decide what is important for you, for your family, friends, and loved ones, um, and, um, and how you, in the process, glorify God. So anyway, the number is 516-387-1944. When we come back, I'm going to spend some time talking with the CEO of the network and good friend and um, just great boss, and, and, yeah, I'm going to draw it out there. Princess Cooper is going to join us when we get back, so make sure you stay with us. And if you want to join the conversation, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had So Good Entertainment. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. 
Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dodd's Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dodd's Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dodd's, dedicated to serving our families. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Happy New Year. Thanks for being with us, and we're charging into 2024, and I can't think of another person that I could, could do it better with than Princess Cooper. She is the CEO of Never Had It So Good Sports and Entertainment Networks. Good morning, good afternoon, and Happy New Year. <laughs> Good afternoon, Gretchen, uh, for sure. And my apologies, listeners, Gretchen, I, I'm running the soundboard, and I clicked the wrong button first and the, and, the, and the wrong button second. Didn't mean to cut you off as you were giving your, mm. your outro there. That, yeah, that's okay. It doesn't matter. You know, pe- pe- <laughs> people, are, people are like, she's just babbling anyway. You know, but I just, you know, there's things that I just felt like, I wanted to say to people, you know, it's a new year, and I just I want people to do better, but I don't want them to be hard on themselves, you know. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. We, we, you, you know, and, and it's okay, as you said. I love what you said, and, and set some goals. Um, have an idea of what you want to do um, in twenty twenty four. And again, if you only get to J or K or M or N, that's okay. You know, I mean, at least you got that far. Um, and I have mm-hmm. some, some New Year's resolutions that I'm uh, I'm definitely going to try to improve on. Um, and, but one of those is I want to read more. Um, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I read five books in 2023. And there was a point in time where I was maybe reading five or six or seven or eight a month. So I want to I want to read more. I think I'm going to actually um, start posting. What are some suggestions? Some good books that you've read. What are some suggestions? I want a, a top ten or top five readers list um, for sure. I, you know, I've been saying for as long as I'm gonna start reading again because yeah, I'm gonna tell you when I was a kid, I loved to read, and then I would sit down, I could read a novel in the afternoon, like oh, yeah. Beauty, whatever, in the afternoon. College messed it up for me. <laughs> because it was like, oh God, I gotta read all this stuff, and I gotta study, and we gotta test, and all that kind of stuff. And by the time I finished with college, I did not want to read. And then I got to the point where I was reading magazines, and and you know, magazines are okay, but I I really haven't read the way I wanted to. And this, you're talking to someone that always says, I want a library in my home. I love books. And I don't, I love actual books. I mean, reading online is okay, but I love an actual book. I like the way it feels in my hand. I like to be able to turn back and forth, you know, when I want to and mark stuff and all this kind of stuff. It, it's just something about a book that I really love, and I don't know where that came from. Which, it, it, well, I think part of it was one of the things my mom used to do when I was little is take me to the library, and this is before mm-hmm. the library got all fancy. Um, they, <laughs> they had books, and then they had they had films. Like she knew I liked ba- ballet, so she would rent um, those with millimeter eight sixteen whatever millimeter films with like the Nutcracker and Swan Lake and different things. You know, and then you put a sheet up in, in the house, and you're watching this stuff. And some of this, most of it was black and white. But mm-hmm. you know, I I really I had said that I was going to do that last year, and I bought some books, and I actually started, and I had I even had my husband order a book for me that I saw on GMA, and then I just didn't because, and one of the things I'm going to have to do is designate some time. Because if I try to do it at the end of the day, I have the book in my hand and I'm falling asleep. 
And I'm like, okay, this is not working. So I've got to really, like, designate, like, a, a Saturday morning early when it's quiet, when the house is quiet, and just do that. So, And if I get through one book this year, I'm going to be happy. I'm just going to make myself <laughs> happy with that. No, seriously, because mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, I know you're busy, and you know how crazy my life is somewhat. Uh, <laughs> so so but mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going, I would love to read one book a month, but if I can get through one book this year, I'm going to be happy with that. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe that was all I was supposed to do. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I am not going to stress over this. Oh, you know, I didn't do it, and you know, I'm gonna flog myself because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. You know, nah, no, 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 that's not happening anymore. So, yeah, you know what? I, I I like the whole book experience, and I think some of that has gone kind of gone away with the online presence and audio books now. But I love mm-hmm. the millions of Barnes and Noble, and um, I, I love yes. book covers. I love the presentation of a book, and I like more a, a hard cover than than a soft, yes. um, um, for sure. So, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna make it a point uh, of reading more, um, for sure. I, and I I love romances, but I also like mm-hmm. mystery. But I also like um, African American authors, and I, I want to do more. Uh, of that and um mm-hmm. and I don't know when because I work Monday through Sunday um for sure I have radio mm-hmm. Monday through Sunday and um if I don't have radio I have website and social media management that I try to schedule where I can take some time off and go to the salon and all of that kind of stuff and have some self care but um there's not a day that I don't touch my laptop and there's not a day that I don't work with a client so but I'm mm-hmm. going to make it a point um, to to do more and to relieve my Sundays of just nothing but to serve the Lord and um, mm-hmm. welcome His presence and um, and 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 worship. I, I want to do mm-hmm. just that. I, I need to stop so much of not giving Him His day um, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Let's rest. So I'm going to do that and try to not feel guilty about it. That's another thing. <laughs> The guilt. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you open your laptop. I, it's twelve o'clock. Oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, even Burton, our our tech person. You know, he's he's all about you know uh, disassociating for a little bit with the tech. I mean, I mean, so if he's mm-hmm. promoting that, you know, <laughs> who am yeah. I to say no? No, you need to have it twenty four seven. Yeah. No, I I um I plan on getting out in my garden more uh, to actually do a try. I'm going to start it again. I'm not giving up. But I'm going to get out. My husband bought me a, a nice rose bush while he was off. Um, we And that was another thing. It was just really nice to hang out with him. You know, he, and he's like, you we, we talked about retirement and everything we're not we're not there just yet but we talked about it and he's like he's like you're probably going to be one of those that says um you're happy when (laughs) you'd be happy if i did not retire i'm like no (laughs) because we actually have fun together we i mean he gets on my nerves don't get me wrong but you know i mean he went back to work today and i kind of missed him (laughs) and uh so it it, you know and I, i remember we were talking about um Early this year, we went to one of his uh, niece's houses, and it, we do, it actually it was a surprise party for his sister. And uh, we went to another part of the house, and you know, we didn't even we didn't turn on the TV. There was a TV there. There was you know other stuff. It was like kind of like a game room, and we were just sitting there, just waiting for her to show up. And we were just talking. And his niece came up and was like, "You all don't have TV on." So, so she was apologizing for not having the TV on. It's like, "Well, what are you all doing?" Like. We're just talking. Like, you all still talk to each other? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's the way it's supposed to be when you find a life partner. You know, you're supposed to want to, not necessarily 24-7, you know, but you're supposed to want to spend time with that person and enjoy that person's company and be able to laugh with that person. And if you're not 
you've got to you've got to make that determination early on before you get married. If you've got somebody that you can't have serious discussions with and frivolous discussions with, then you know, you may need to think about it because the good looks are going to be gone. And by the time we got married anyway, we didn't have the good looks per se. Um, you know, we, could, we were late <laughs> to the marriage game. But still, it, no matter where you are in terms of, you know, what stage in your life when you find that partner, you've got to be able to have that unique and special communication with that person. And you've got to put God first. I, 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 you know, that's what I – you know, I always said it was it was divine intervention for us. So yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, John has gone back to work, and oh no, I, I I do not miss him. It was time for him to go. Um, but we had about four or five days together, and the difference between John and I is that we do we we talk a lot, we have fun, and I was so glad that we were able to close out 2024 and go to church together. Um, and 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 feel the presence of God. We didn't have watch night service. We just have one service, and we did that. But and he didn't really start again, you know, um, there until until yesterday when we were trying to. Well, I was trying to watch the college football playoff, starting out with mm-hmm. um, with uh, gosh, who was first Alabama and Michigan. I um, mean, by the second half, he was done. He was playing on social media. I said, hey, hey, let's separate so that we can. Still be in love, <laughs> and yeah. that, that's what we did. And you know, and like I, I was telling you earlier before the show, um, this was just a great w- weekend uh, of, mm-hmm. of bowl games, and then um, even NFL Saturday night, the 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 Cowboys beat. <laughs> gosh, who did they beat? The Detroit Lions by okay. one point, yeah, and then the Eagles on Sunday. They helped me out. The Arizona Cardinals, go Cardinals! Yeah, you, you don't have to rub that in. Thank you. Um, um, and then I was pulling for, for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I know. I, I you know, um, yeah, and I was yeah, pulling was for the Buccaneers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you know what? Um, and and this is something that I could have with with your husband too. But um, I am a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and if he were not on the, the Eagles, I would be pulling for him all year long. And I'm not saying that I don't pull for him, but um, that team is not as good as they were last year. There's something wrong. And I think Jalen yeah. is hurt. I, I think there is some things that they're playing. But um, at this point now we're down to one, one more week, um, and we'll see what happens. Either um, Dallas is two and Eagles are three, or Eagles are two and Dallas is three. One of those things mm-hmm. is going to happen. And I like it when it comes down to, um, I don't know, the end of the year and there's still some relevant games on the last yeah, day. Gonna, the same thing, same thing with the Dolphins and the funky, Buffalo Bills, whoever wins. Oh, yeah. It's, gonna, it's been a funky season because, yeah, you, it's, it's not been one of those where there's been a complete blowout or, or you thought it was going to be and it just wasn't because, I mean, you're talking about the Eagles, you know, you know, half my house. Well, I mean, we, we are Eagles fans and, and we're <laughs> Buccaneers fans because of who we are. But, you know, it was one of those things where even all of a sudden Eagles lost, what, three games in a row or something? It's like, well, wait, wait, what, 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 what happened? And like you said, something's not right. And I really would like to have a discussion about at some point about the care of our athletes and who's responsible, you know, are the coaches responsible? Does the, how much power does the athlete hold in his or her own hand to step in, up and say something is not right and I can't play the level you need me to play um, right at this moment and not get penalized? you know, for saying so, you know, I, I think, yeah. like, I think about Tua. I am I'm, I'm, I was very happy to see him playing the way he was playing this year. They were talking about MVP, and I really thought that he would have been in that category for MVP, you know, and I'm not as much of an expert as you, but, you know, then they just disintegrated the other day. Um, but, you know, I, I had was really concerned last year about whether or not he still should be playing in the NFL. Um, 
you know, and I don't think in some of these cases that the coaches or staff or owners are valuing their players as people. You you know you know, and we've talked about it, and I think we've talked about it with um, uh, Dr. Uh, Kenneth Chaplin, which we'll have on at some point. You know, there's a part of me that feels like these players get treated like cattle or like slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've had this discussion. Um, it's it's a plug and play type of mentality versus these are actual human beings that are worth something more than just what they do on, on the field, you know, or on the court or, or wherever they're playing. So I, I really think there needs to be an honest discussion about, you know, our expectations of these people who, who just throw their bodies into these situations that aren't necessarily normal. And we go and cheer. And I'm an avid football fan, you know. So maybe I need to take a look at me. But there's, you know, there's something, you know, where we get some sort of pleasure out of these people just contorting themselves and and doing all kind of uh, unnatural gymnastics and everything for over a, a ball, you know. And we really need to try to figure out, you know, what what the value really should be. Is it in the sport or is it in the person? Well, yeah, you know, um, I, I do agree with you that I, I've said that many times, especially um, during the combine when they all have to weigh in and, and get and get their measurables and their height and their weight and, and their high jump mm-hmm. and all of that. And most of the time they do, they do that in some, um, you know, NFL um, that pass out to, to them, some skivvy, some type of, you know, um, long leg underwear or whatever. But um, – once I think you get in the NFL and um, and on the practice squad of the NFL, because the practice squad NFL player makes almost four hundred thousand a year, and I would I wouldn't mind making four hundred thousand a year. And sometimes I think um, it, these players have accepted some of this um, slavery mentality. Is that okay? If you're going to pay me thirty six million a year, okay, I'll get out here and and run for you and and and, and give up my body for eighteen nineteen weeks. And that really is what the call is to do. Um, what I don't mm-hmm. like, Gretchen, and I don't know if we have enough time to talk about, it, is how Russell Wilson has been treated in Denver. Sean Payton, the former um, head coach of the New Orleans Saints, uh, won a Super Bowl with Drew Brees. He took over the Denver Broncos this year. But um, after the major win on October 29th, when when the um, the Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, for the first time since 2015, um, you know, Sean Payton said, hey, we want you to restructure your salary, and we're going to put you on the bench. Well, his salary is, is that he's guaranteed to make $35 million, um as of March. If he doesn't pass the physical, $37 million if he does. And they gave that money to him guaranteed, and now they want to restructure. And he said no. But they did not do it until this past week where they said, hey, we're going we're gonna to bench you. Um, because you didn't give up any of your salary. Um, that I disagree with, and that's that bully mentality. That that's that beyond business that I don't like, and mm-hmm. that players have to incur. Let me ask you a question. Um, uh, I, I know it's not necessarily about that particular situation, but it is football, and that's with Aaron Rodgers, who you know all the hype for him going to the Jets, and then you basically not playing, you know, to do mm-hmm. anything, you know, and then, you know, you know, he's injured, you know, don't want anybody to be injured, but is he losing any, uh, any money for not no, being able you, to you bring his A game? No, no player loses money because they're, they're, they, they got injured during the season um, mm-hmm. for, for sure. Um, and, and that's crazy. He played, I, I don't know, three or four plays. But he was only two minutes into the game, and his Achilles popped, and he was out for the season. Now he is actually mm-hmm. back in the building, and um, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, he's walking, throwing. And there was a time about two or three weeks ago where they thought he was actually going to get back on the field, but he's not. Mm-hmm. But well, um, for, it's part of that uh, because I mean, there's no postseason, right? 
Well, yes, the Jets aren't going anywhere. If the Jets right. were, you know, in a in a better position, um, but they faltered down the stretch. And as a matter of fact, the last four weeks, I think they've had four or five players um, at the position of quarterback. As a matter of fact, the backup quarterback has been in concussion protocol for two or three weeks. And I don't blame mm. them because, you know, it's it's not like um, they have this whole protection uh, on, on the line either as far as the offensive line. I don't know, but I can tell you going into the season, New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers, everybody thought they were headed to the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. and and um, everybody had predicted that. And God said, no, no, you know, um, actually, you know, that's not the way this, this is going to be written. And, and, and to me, it's a shame. There was so much hype. I wanted to see how it played out. Um, but the, mm-hmm. the, the, the truth is, is he's getting old. And um, he's had a long, you know, um, uh, NFL career, and these injuries are going to come in those last days before the sun sets mm-hmm. on your on your NFL career. So I want to go back to something that you mentioned about, some, you know, a player decides, okay, I'm going to sacrifice my uh, mm-hmm. physical, uh, you know, abilities or whatever for you said in the $14 million or whatever it is. My concern then becomes, okay, the decision is made. That player makes that decision just because, the, it, 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 well, there may be other reasons, you know, but the dollar signs are there and they're seeing dollar signs mm-hmm. and they're not seeing the impact on, on their health. And you know more about what goes on with the NFL or even college than I do. Are, how, how good are the structures or are there any structures that are in place that say, okay, you got $14 million, this amount goes to taxes, this amount you should set aside to start growing for retirement because retirement may come in 10 years or it may come in three, you know, in terms of your NFL career or whatever NBA career or whatever profession or whatever. Um are those type of and then you need this much to deal with you know um family you know you have kids are you having kids do you have kids that are going to college you know you need to set aside this much so that 14 million that you you know that made you go go googly may now come down to 4 million that you you have to to actually spread out once you decide is there anybody that sits down with these players and, and helps them, make, you know, at least say, okay, we're going to, you know, help you develop a plan that's going to get you through the rest of your NFL career and, and hopefully the rest of your, your life. And then, it, you know, it's up to them whether or not they take advantage of it. But are those protocols in place? Um, the, the, the bottom line is no. Um, every player – that comes through as a rookie, they, they get to attend a rookie symposium. And at that rookie symposium in South Florida and Tampa, normally, um, they get exposed to financial advisors. And um, Northwestern, Northwestern Mutual has a collaboration with the NFL, and they handle that for them. And so while they're down there for that week, they get that conversation on how you can break that down. And then they are advised to go find you a Northwestern agent someone that can help you manage and do exactly that that you just said. Understand that if you, Uncle Sam is giving you, um, if Uncle Sam, you're making $70 million a year, Uncle Sam is probably going to take half of that or some percentage of that, 30%, um, no less than 30%, but it really depends on what state you're in, um, and, and to prepare for that. No, no, once you um, are an NFL player, you don't have anybody – advising you on your money unless you go seek that yourself. And I know a lot of financial advisors for um, professional athletes, and a lot of advisors say it's not worth the time of day because they can set out a plan and they can say, hey, here's your $2 million. We're going to set $3 million aside this month. Or here's your $2 million for the year. We're going to set the $3 million aside. And more often than not, 90% of those athletes come back in a month and say, hey, I spent that $2 million. Give me some mm-hmm. more money. And their financial advisor said, no, we got a plan. And eventually the athlete fires their financial advisor and said, my money is my money. You can't tell me what to do with that. So there is no guardrail um, unless that is what you want to do and that you have some discipline and do it. 
And that's why um, there are two things. The the NFL stands for not for long, and a lot of athletes, uh-huh. if they're, they're rich this year, within 10 years, they've lost all their wealth because they've done nothing to secure, um, you know, a savings or a buildup of money um, and to understand that taxes in the IRS is coming, and then what? And everybody's pulling at them, you know, um, um, especially in those neighborhoods. Because I'm looking at, okay, and I'm just going to use this as an example because it it just really bothers me. (laughs) But Tua, um, Mm -hmm. for the Dolphins. I'm looking mm-hmm. at yes, he's had he's had a really good year this year, but he's and God forbid, I hope I'm I'm you know I hope there are miracles in store for him or whatever. But I feel like he and he may not know it or he may know it and not not show it or whatever. But he may be brain damaged by what happened to him previously, and he wasn't. Oh yeah, you don't have feel to consider like he, that. Yeah, you have to consider that, okay. that, yeah, yeah. That, that will show up later. But yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It it's not year. showing up now, and everybody's having yeah. a good old time at his expense mm-hmm. right now. But when he starts to have all of those issues like some of these retired players are having with concussion, you know, the residual effects from concussions and whatnot, you know, and, and, and broken bones and tears and, and all that kind of stuff. When he starts having those residual effects, all the people that were cheering for him are not going to be there, and some may not even remember who he is. So, um, what, he may not remember. You know, I, we we yeah, had a doctor on yeah. Dr. Floyd, you know, and, said, and he said, I'm afraid that when he gets 40 or 50, he may not remember a thing. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, but at this point, he has decided um, that it's worth it physically right. to continue to still go out there and get that beating. But I must say, this year, we went into the season worried about his health, and it has not been an issue at all. He stayed away right. from the concussions. He's really stayed, right. away, stayed away from a lot of to his head. Um, mm-hmm. And only this week, and I think this is week 18 for the NFL, did he have some, you know, he went out in, in, in the second quarter with a shoulder injury and did not return. But we're not talking about concussions. Um, there have been several right. players in college that have retired here recently because they had three major concussions in, mm-hmm. in a two-year span, and you got to give it up at that point. So, but I agree okay. with you. But what no I'm matter saying, what success has someone has, sat down just, with him, has someone oh, sat sure. down with Tua and yeah. said, okay, this is what, you know, happened last year. You're great this year, you know, but – you know, this is, like you said, not for long, uh, you know, and someone needs to sit down with him and say, okay, these are the things that might happen that will, well, not might, will probably happen to you mm-hmm. at ages 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever, if you last that long, because the uh, lifespan for black men, not that long. <laughs> You know, unfortunately. Listen, I would say guaranteed 99.999%. For sure they have. He understands the, he understands the, the advantages and the disadvantages. He understands what it, the, the here and the now. But unfortunately, when you are in your 20s, it yeah. seems that life is going to be forever. And mm-hmm. um, he's willing to, to roll that dice. But, yes. He's been told by different neurosurgeons the impact of those concussions and the impact that they had and how he had involuntary movement because his brain was moving back and forth in yes. his skull. So yeah. um, he, but he has taken all that on and came back anyway. And I've said several and times, I'm not saying, if I were his mother, I'm not saying to, I would beg I'm not him saying to, to stop playing. I'm not saying to stop I, playing. I would I'm saying, like okay, as his mom. have a have, have someone with power of attorney in case you forget your name, like you, like you were talking about, because certain things may happen with his head, you know, uh, have these things in place, have some property paid off or have a fund set aside that will accrue interest to pay taxes on that property or whatever needs to happen. But he needs to start setting those things in motion right now. You know, well, and he can still play. I don't know play. how, I don't know this, how <laughs> solid he has put those into place. But again, I say to you, that sounds like ABC to me and you, who we are where yes. we are. 
But to a 20-something-year-old, yeah. and I don't know if he's 25 yet. I, I would assume he's not. That that mm. that sounds foreign. Um, and maybe his parents have given him this conversation, maybe as a financial advisor. But not only that, he has a brother that has just declared for the NFL draft himself coming out of the University of Miami who looks really good. So, mm. um, And hopefully they give that conversation to him too. But, Gretchen, I, I doubt if at 23, 24, 25, that anybody is worried about a power of attorney just in case something happens to me. Um, look at me. I've come through this injury, and I'm good. And you can better mm. believe that even though he's had neurosurgeons of the highest, to talk to him about the long-term care that he may need, there's no no way he's, he's worried about that right now. No way. I mean, his mentality, his growth as a human is not there yet. I mean, I'm just Mm-mm. being honest. Yeah. And and then you're a millionaire, too? Come on. Yeah. He'll live forever. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, and Happy New Year, Princess. We'll talk again <laughs> soon. And thank you all for listening. This is Indeed's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed. God willing, talk tomorrow. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.